Hi, this is Dustin Lance Black, and you're listening to Five Questions with Dan Chabell. You're listening to the Five Questions podcast, and I'm your host, Dan Chabell. In fewer than 10 minutes, my goal is to extract the best advice from the world's smartest and most interesting people by asking them just five questions. My guest today is Academy Award-winning writer, director, and producer, Dustin Lance Black. Dustin is known for writing the film Milk, for which he won the Academy Award for Best Original Screenplay. He has also written the screenplays for the film J. Edgar and the 2022 crime miniseries Under the Banner of Heaven. We talk about his life growing up Mormon, getting a film made, and more during this episode. Dustin, welcome to Five Questions. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Dan. How did you reflect on your own life growing up Mormon while producing and directing the series Under the Banner of Heaven? It was a constant touchstone. It's certainly what brought me to the project, wanting to explore the things I wasn't allowed to explore as a kid in the faith, get answers to the questions that I had, particularly around treatment of people who were a little bit different. It's not my story. It's not an autobiography, but I certainly am drawing from the well of my experience and from the people I know in the faith to try and get it as close to right as any biopic ever possibly can. What I found too over the years is by doing a project, just like you have, it forces you to learn as much as you can about that topic. I've written three books and that forces me to do so much research to kind of learn as much as I can, talk to as many people as I can to help shape you know, the story and the, and the advice in those books. So I just feel like the project can also help you better understand your situation. I think you're right. It takes it from being like a subject you're interested in chatting about at a dinner conversation and you know, you're happy to weigh in with your opinion. And all of a sudden, you have to stand behind it in front of the court of the world. Absolutely. And how have you used your films to champion causes you believe in? I think I subscribe to the Oprah Winfrey School of this popular entertainment can be both entertaining and needle moving. You can shake up the culture by shining light into places that haven't seen light in quite some time. So whether that's a queer history that has been buried by legislation that made it illegal or immoral or psychiatric problem, we face all of these things in our time as a queer community. And it means so many of our stories have been buried because there's a legitimate fear of being outed back in the turn of last century or even in through the 60s into the finally the rise of the gay movement in the 70s, it was still dangerous. And so shining that light into our past to really create a popularized history of foremothers and forefathers that I think queer young people really need. You know, and now that's in debate again, sadly. You know, in places like Florida, it's even more important to turn up the brightness on those lamps and shine them into those dark places because there's a lot of misunderstanding there. And the same was true with Under the Banner of Heaven. It's a, it's a faith that does not like questions. It does not like light being shined in. But frankly, having experienced it firsthand, I knew where the light needed to go. Yeah, and something very entertaining is a good way to educate because it's really hard to break through the noise and, and get into people's heads, especially in today's fragmented world and people yeah. are so distracted. So film is a powerful way of storytelling in a way in which you're also educating at the same time. Yeah, and that's the trick, isn't it? There's certain things we're like, well, I want you to see this. I want you to know this. I want you to understand this. I want your opinion on this. I, I We need to talk about this. All of those sort of feelings that drive us to, to stay attached to like a passion project. Well, those don't necessarily entertain. Those could actually bore people to sleep. So then it's figuring out how to package it in a way where people are hungry to watch it. Now a word from our sponsor. Having trouble hiring, retaining, and developing your workforce? iSolved is here to help. iSolved People Cloud is a comprehensive human capital management solution that helps you employ, enable, and empower your workforce throughout the entire employment lifecycle. From attracting and recruiting, 
to onboarding and compliance, from payroll and benefits to time and labor management, and from talent management to predictive people analytics. Transform your employee experience for a better today and a better tomorrow with iSolved. For more information, go to iSolvedHCM.com. And over the past few episodes, I've talked to different actors who explain how hard it is to make a film. What are some of your great challenges when making yours and how do you overcome them? Well, how do you get these things greenlit? It's not easy. There are things that actually get me out of bed and get the coffee machine going in the morning. And increasingly, it has to be something that pulls at my mind and my heart at the same time. These are passion projects. They're usually about something that I think is broken that needs addressing. And this is not what Hollywood is clamoring to make. So how how do you construct such projects, these, I call them these little like, uh, like chaos bombs, really. You drop them into the culture and they break apart something that needs to be broken apart. A notion, a system, an institution, a, a false notion, I should say. And once broken apart, come back together in a form that serves us better. You gotta do the really difficult work of convincing TV and film executives that there's potential for profit there. If it wasn't for the miniseries and having the room to do Under the Banner of Heaven as a true crime thriller instead of just as a piece of journalism, it wouldn't have gotten made. And it still took 10 years to get there. You know, if it wasn't for Brokeback Mountain, I wouldn't have been able to convince Focus to try again with Milk. It's figuring out how to convince a business that these progressive ideas can also not just be valuable, but profitable. I mean, I always remember I was in a trip to Israel, actually, and someone on the trip was a writer under Seth Rogen. And he yeah. said, no one ever gets fired for making the next Batman film. What can people learn from the complex relationship you have with your mom and you wrote about in your memoir? I think she was the North Star for a lot of people who were curious about the way we treat people who are different than us. My mother was paralyzed at two years old. It's not just the fact that she couldn't move her body, it's that she looked quite different because the scoliosis that the polio caused and all of that. And her story is one where she was told her life was going to be incredibly limited. You know, I think for outsiders watching what she achieved, fall in love, finish high school, go to college, get a career. No, no. She was going to be on the government dole. And she defied all that. And she did fall in love. She did get married. She did have three kids that almost killed her and went on to have this extraordinary career working with the U.S. government as an immunologist, helping to cure some of the horrible plagues of our time. I was always very inspired that she defied the injustice of how we treat people with disabilities. And, and so I think it's no surprise that her queer son said, hey, yeah, I'm really different too. And I'm also not going to accept these limitations. And, and, and then just opening my eyes to other people who were treated unfairly and not taking this system as law, understanding that this system needs to be changed, needs to be updated. I love that. Seems like a very inspirational figure to you. And also like, if she can do it, there's no excuses for other people as well. If she could do it, many other people can or can learn from the way she defied the system. Definitely. And what's your best piece of career advice? If someone wants to be a writer, uh, which is what I started out in the business doing, and it's still at the core of what I do. People ask, well, how do you how do you get to be a good writer? One of the things that I know you have to do that is perhaps not sufficient, but necessary is to keep writing. And that's not easy. It means that after you've had that night where you've written late into the wee hours and you think this is brilliant, and then you sleep a few hours, wake up, read it, and it's not. 
you keep going and you're willing to throw away the things that aren't as good as you had hoped. And when people send you rejection letter after rejection letter email these days, you keep going. It is hard, but it's what you have to do and, and understanding that those opportunities to rewrite are opportunities to get stronger and better. And you got to look at it that way. There's nothing I've ever made that got a yes on draft one or submission one. What I would say to writers, especially new writers, is you're just looking for one yes. It's all you need. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, Dustin. To follow his journey, you can watch Under the Banner of Heaven and find him on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, where he shares his appearances, projects, political views, and family. To watch the full extended video version of this episode, go to youtube.com slash and please remember to rate and review the 5 Questions podcast on iTunes. <laughs>